and welcome to No Such Thing as a Bad Movie podcast. I'm April Itmansky, and I'm here today with... Ho, 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 Santa Claus! <laughs> Santa Claus? <laughs> Santa Claus! You, know, you guys have been bad! Nothing but coal right out of these guns! Pew, 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 pew. Ah! <laughs> I thought you were going to do your werewolf howl again. <laughs> how, how, oh, that was a full moon. <laughs> and I'm Colin Cunningham. And it's time to deck those halls and <laughs> trim the tree and stuff your stockings. But you got to do it today because you're listening to this on December yeah. 25th. It's Christmas Day today. Who's going to be listening to this on Christmas Day? I've had lots Every of Every kid that doesn't want to have, well, no one's interacting with anybody because if you are, you're doing it wrong. But... Yeah, it's true. Yeah, um, Ugh, We're in another lockdown. Hang out uh, with your family. The no such thing as a bad movie crowd. No, don't do that. Yeah. We're going to be reliable. No other contact. We are their family. Yeah. Um, Yes. We are each other's family, and uh, it's Christmas. Uh, it's Christmas. Okay. Um, <laughs> what are we talking about today? The Nutcracker in 3D. Thank you, Justin, for choosing this movie. AKA Nutcracker, the untold story as it was re-released later on. Yeah, that's weird. So uh, this sort of just got lost in my head with it. Seems like there are a million Nutcracker movies. And There's this, a lot, yeah. Yeah, this just got buried in with them, and I, I couldn't discern which one was which. So... Uh, is the Nutcracker something that you guys have any familiarity with? Because other than the main yeah. themes of the songs, I've never seen a Nutcracker movie. Yeah. Um, well, I'll go first. I grew up listening to the album because we would put it on at Christmas, like the, you know, the classical album when we were like decorating the tree and stuff. So I used huh. to listen to it a lot on a CD. And um, the songs are from Fantasia as well, which mm-hmm. I, I know. And as far as movie goes, I don't think I've seen any movie versions of it i remember there was a care bear special that did the the nutcracker there Uh, was an 86 movie directed by carol ballard the person who did um the black stallion but i don't hear it and fly away home we're canadian so for some reason we've all seen this (laughs) i've actually met him before we worked on fly away home at but Poor. I don't hear it talked about that much, so I, I don't know if it has that much of a cultural impact. Actually, looking on IMDb, it only has 879 uh, like rate, so no, no one has seen it. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. It might have been on TV or something. Mm. I, I just remember maybe watching like a movie version of the stage musical or something mm-hmm. like yeah, that. Yeah, but you've seen the stage musical, right, Colin? Yeah, so every year it was kind of tradition. My mom would take me downtown. I, I can't remember where it was, maybe like the O'Keefe Center or something like that. But we'd, we'd go to see the Nutcracker every year around Christmas time. So we'd take the train down to Queen Street uh, in Toronto. And the Hudson's Bay Company would have all the windows done up with all the Christmas decorations. And they would yeah. have all these sort of Christmas displays. Uh, so we would just walk down the street just like, you know, staring at all the Christmas decorations. And then we'd make our way over to the theater and see the, the Nutcracker musical. But the ballet, right? The ballet, yeah. It's associated with Christmas as much as it is? Oh, it's a Christmas story. I guess the story takes place at a Christmas. Does it? It's based on like a book, I'm guessing. Uh, Hmm. No, it's a musical. Yeah. It was always Uh, just a a, a, a popularity. I think there was a story. I'm not sure if it was a book. No, it it doesn't take place during Christmas. It just became a Christmas class. Oh, no. You know what? I'm wrong. It is set on Christmas Eve. Yeah. That's the whole whole point of it. The daughter is given the nutcracker as a toy. Yeah. And then the toys come to life and they have to fight the rats. It's a total Christmas story. (laughs) It's a classic Christmas story. See, I have no uh, familiarity with the story at all uh, beyond just its place as, you know, the nutcracker. Everybody knows what the nutcracker is. (laughs) 
Well, mm-hmm. this movie has a, a very different well, take on the story. Well, cleared it up for me. <laughs> well, I never even heard of this movie, by the way. Maybe I vaguely remember seeing something at 10 years ago that said Nutcracker in 3D, but I have never even heard of the insane things that are in this movie. Wait, this don't movie. you follow the career of Nathan Lane, John Turturro, <laughs> and Andrew, uh, Andre Konchalovsky, the <laughs> uh, director of Tango and Cash, and co-writer of the early films directed by Andre Tarkovsky? That's crazy. Whoa. And he also directed uh, Runaway Train. Yes, he did. Runaway Train. And he did a bunch of artier films before this uh, that had gotten some acclaim, like House of Fools. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'd never heard of most of his things, other than Tango and Cash. I've never seen mm-hmm. Runaway Train, actually. Um, no, me neither. And supposedly this was his big passion project as well, the Nutcracker really? 3D. Yeah. This I feel like, like it would have to be in order to make this insane thing. Right off the <laughs> bat, though, in the opening credits, you know something's up because the first credit is uh, of a bank. It's mm-hmm. a, it's a, a Russian, Russian bank. Russian bank. Vinesh Econom Bank presents a Nutcracker Holdings production. <laughs> right off the bat, you're like, okay, this is some shady Sounds money fishy. laundering or something like so that. So this right? movie cost $90 million, which that is, is in definitely scene. not on screen, even though we'll no. talk about it. Some of the special effects are insanely complicated for something that is but ugly. Yeah, it's it's yeah. it's weird. They're all kind of over the map. Like some of them are awful. Some of them are mostly horrific. Some are good. And then there's actually some some good scenes. Uh, uh, so, that uh, primate does not need to look that realistic oh, when he talks. Oh, God, that is... <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, G- Gilgood, you mean... Yeah, talking all the names we know and love. Oh, my God. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not really familiar with it enough to say like where they kind of deviated, but I just know that in the original, uh, they didn't have Nazis. Mm-hmm. No, and they didn't have Albert Einstein. Einstein. They're not Nazis. <laughs> Albert, <laughs> that is the copyright-free version of Albert Einstein. Albert Einstein. <laughs> Einstein, I meant to say. And there's also a great cameo from Dr. Sigmund Freud. Uh, Where does he show up? He shows up right at the beginning. They say his name. And later on, uh, Richard C. Grant mentions that they need to bring their daughter to go see Dr. Sigmund Freud some more. Oh, God. She's going to need therapy after this. (laughs) Oh, yeah. She thinks every toy is alive and there's an alternate dimension. But anyway, we'll get into that as we go into the film. How does this open, Colin? Oh, God. Uh, well, other than the old uh, the uh, money laundering credits at the very beginning, yeah. this opens, it opens in Vienna, and th- this is like the most beautiful village you've ever seen. I don't know if it's a village, but they, it's all, you know, they have like the big Christmas tree up. People are, you know, outdoor cafes. They have waiters that are on skates, skating around, bringing you drinks and stuff like that. There is a portable orchestra on a cart that's driving on, around. On like a trolley just driving yeah. around. It's like, I want to live in this place. This is amazing. No, and... but you hate Christmas, Colin. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. And then we see, uh, is it Elle Fanning or Ellie Fanning? Elle? I believe it's Elle. L. She's so it young. Be, it might be Ellie. Oh, She's a little baby know. in this movie. This has got to be one of her first movies. Yeah, she was mm-hmm. in a movie called The Nines before this. Oh, I, oh um, the classic, classic John August uh, Ryan Reynolds film. Yeah, and I like that movie. Melissa McCarthy's in it, and she yep. plays a, a character that doesn't speak. She's mute. Sorry, Elle Fanning does, not oh, Melissa okay. McCarthy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be something. Keep that charisma uh, stapled down. <laughs> Um, so yeah, we're introduced to Elle Fanning. I guess she's the star of the movie. Um, very, very young. Uh, and she lives in this 
enormous mansion. This house yeah, is ridiculous. So right off the bat, I hate these children. Like, <laughs> well, they're rich. They're rich. Like we're supposed to assume Russian aristocrat. No, I don't think well, they're, they're like royal. Are they? No, they, the parents v- are just rich. They're Viennese. Mm, Viennese. Okay. Yeah. Nobody so, has accents in the family. Some are no. British. Some are American. Uh, yeah. You know, it's it's indistinguishable. Yeah. So her father is Richard E. Grant, and the mother is some Russian actress who's married to the director. But I've never, I don't know her from anything. <laughs> That's how she got that role. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, but it's implied that she's a an opera singer. So it's like her parents mm. are kind of rushing out to go to the opera. She's been asked to sing on Christmas Day. Christmas Eve, I think. Oh, yeah. Okay, is it Christmas Eve? Well, I mean, it's not implied yeah, that she's not Priscilla. Elle Fanning is, is very sad that uh, her family is leaving. Mm-hmm. But thankfully, we're introduced to Uncle Albert, played by everyone's favorite, Nathan Lane. Anything oh, for a paycheck God. late. Jesus. Yeah, no, I love Nathan Lane. I Who was no introduced idea. in this film, talking to the camera, which is a device yeah. that shows up, I think, only one other time. It's yeah, so strange. Yeah, it's so strange. You know, like he's looking at the camera, and then he starts talking. I'm like, like, is he talking oh, to the driver? What will these kids find out on Christmas? Well, come on and follow me. He's <laughs> he's, he's hamming it up. I wish I, the movie needed more of him because yeah, my he God, just completely disappears. It feels like they just stop paying his checks, and he just disappears <laughs> from the movie, literally. <laughs> yeah, um, and uh, he's I guess watching the kids while the parents are out at the opera. I yeah, I guess he's babysitting them. Ellie. Fanning is really, or Elle Fanning, sorry, is really sad. But it doesn't seem like anybody likes one another. She hates her brother. Brother is oh, like introduced. Oh, her brother sucks. He's such an asshole. Yeah, he is. He, he takes like the fairy princess decoration down from their and- <laughs> very opulent tree, by the way, and like sets it on he fire. It, yeah. I was really hoping that later on when all those toys come to life, the fairy princess would be like, oh! <laughs> or, at least so that her, or at least her dress would be singed, but it's not. Yeah. Well, uh, Elle Fanning fixes it. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, she builds her look a new like, dress. She's going to show up looking like Freddy Krueger. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> She's like, I got some nuts to crack with you. <laughs> so Nathan Lane uh, introduces to the kids. He's like, I've I've brought you this big house, and there's some racist dolls inside of it. Yeah. Uh, but his like thug shows up. The guy who mm-hmm. who it's so weird. So this big brute of a man who looks like uh, what's that guy's name from uh, Sexy Beast. Ray uh, Winstone. Ray Winstone? Yeah, he looks oh. like Ray Winstone. He kind of shows up like, all right, boss. And he's like, don't call me boss. <laughs> like, what are they implying? <laughs> so weird. They're gangsters, I guess. I guess? <laughs> Albert Einstein is in the gangs and gang, uh, the gangs of Vienna. <laughs> yeah. The versus gangs Sig- of Vienna. Sigmund Freud. He's in his other, he has a gang. They're like gang Yeah, bosses. they fight at the end of the movie. But no, no, no. <laughs> So they're introduced to all these toys, and they're introduced to the Nutcracker. Now, this is my favorite thing in the movie. This Nutcracker, like, is horrifying looking. <laughs> like, they could not make a scarier design for a Nutcracker. First yeah, of all, yeah. the, the Nutcracker looks like it's like a skull that they peeled the skin <laughs> off of. Yes. It, it just has like, it looks bulging naked. white eyes. Yeah. That, it, like, looks, it, it looks like it's made up of kind of 
geometric primitives, just spheres. Mm -hmm. It's almost like they dumbed it down design-wise because they knew they were going to have to make it CG later. (laughs) It's a lot easier to make it look really shitty. Yeah, let's not put too much uh, embellishments on it. we got to animate this later. But it's like they didn't listen to any uh, lessons of how you make empathetic characters. They're like, you make the the, the pins of their eyes small, right? We just want to see whites. That's what people like with characters. That's not scary at all. Yeah, he looks like, uh, you know, the, the Joker in the comic books later on like cuts his face <laughs> off <laughs> yes. he has, and he's like, got a little napoleon hat yeah he's got this big like toothy smile it's really horrifying yeah it's like a somewhat pirate-esque hat mm-hmm. i guess it's like a napoleon hat you could call it and then when he comes to life he has the voice of moaning myrtle from the the harry potter movies yeah okay wait no is his voice it was like a hello governor <laughs> like essentially like, me hey, doing a british accent yeah. It, it oh, we're jumping ahead. We're jumping ahead because okay, okay. after all these toys are introduced, uh, <laughs> we get the first musical number of the film, which is it's a musical. Justin, it, what are you a, talking about? It's a about? musical with singing lyrics, not just the songs from the band. Yes. Yeah, if you know, because you know Tchaikovsky, that's that shit's old, man. You need lyrics. <laughs> yeah, you gotta, you gotta. You need for lyrics. These days. So they got Tim Rice, legendary. <gasps> One of the best Jesus lyricists. Superstar. Uh, yeah, the Jesus Christ Superstar, my favorite musical uh, of all time. Uh, he, he also did The Lion King, and I'm sure many, many other things I can't think of right now. But how it, the lyrics in this suck. Like, they're, they're terrible. They're bad. And um, so this is a song where the, Nathan Lane is singing. Oh, over, about over, the theory of relativity. Yes. Yeah, it's all relative. <laughs> it's all relative he's like it's very simple oh yeah they use like the most famous piece theory of relativity yeah this happens again and again where they take the kind of famous music from you know the the musical and they add lyrics to it and Every single time, it is fucking awful. But I guess they didn't have enough songs or not enough songs that, that were uh, had enough melody to them that they also insert <laughs> original songs that are terrible just and terrible. don't match. It, they need it sti- that Oscar push. Exactly. They need to write some original music. It was, just, it was just like in Cats where they had to write a new song so it could yeah. get a best original mm-hmm. song and it just sticks out as the most blandest, bad, uh, boring song Yeah, they're, uh, they're awful. My notes, I've got so many notes for this, but just time and time again, I've got another horrible song, another horrible song, <laughs> yeah. another awful song. Well, I like the one where Rat John Turturro does a dance. Oh, God. That is, that's horrifying in its own way. Anyway, uh, so at this point, I believe Albert Einstein just disappears. <laughs> yeah, he literally just disappears. He kind of sings them to sleep. They probably mm. just fell asleep, so he'd just go away and stop singing. Yeah. They were pretending. And I think Al Fanning wakes up and so like the doll the nutcracker comes to life obviously it like it is a seconds away from being like kill your family yeah (laughs) it looks like a chucky style doll yeah like this could easily be the star of a new horror franchise yes Mm -hmm. or like demonic toys or something like that it's like you want to see some real magic put me on a ledge i'll show you some magic Well, there's um, a that's scene actually later. what happens. Yeah, that, yeah, that kind of happens later. They're like, just jump. Maybe you can fly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he kind of like falls off. Well, first of all, he's got a he's got a woman's voice, Moaning Myrtle, mm-hmm. also the voice of Babu Frick from Star Wars: uh, oh. Rise of Skywalker. Was, that, was Babu Frick only in 
and the last one. Yeah. Hmm. Everyone's yeah. favorite character. Oh, I didn't even look. So that voice, she's in a bunch of Canadian movies too. Really? She's like done a ton mm-hmm. of voice. She's like acting. a famous. Uh, and yes. like, she acts as well. She was in Bridget Jones's Diary. Yeah. Um, is she English or Scottish? I think. Oh, one of those. I think she's Scottish. Natalie I Henderson. Believe. Maybe. Yeah. something like that but Um, she's got a very very particular voice yeah yeah for sure and I mean she was an adult when she played Moaning Myrtle yeah (laughs) she just has a very youthful yeah she can she can do one of those voices but they have a really good uh, behind the scenes thing on Rise of Skywalker where she actually like was on set live doing Babu Frick live as and she the, learned the, to control the puppet because it would make it easier for her to act with it. And, and I so, think I think the mouth was like automated, so it would respond to her kind of uh, voice automatically, so she could <laughs> yeah, like improv. We got and stuff. this all working. That's hey, you want to do another pass on the script? No, no, no that's fine. It's fine. Get this mouth working. <laughs> yeah, but so we can have puppet. it say, "Whoa!" <laughs> yeah, how hard is it? Yeah, the people who did like the mouths on the gremlins are like automated. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, uh, the people on the who worked on Gremlins were probably like, "Please give us that. We're gonna die." Oh God, I'm sure most of them are dead. Oh. So uh, we're introduced here. It's the Nutcracker, and it is a full CG creation that looks perfectly fine in its environment, right, Colin? Oh my gosh! Well, it kind of starts out as a half puppet. Like she's mm-hmm. holding it when it's mm. when it's puppet size. Um, you know, and then it'll cut back and forth between puppet, practical, and CG. Um, but then for some reason, it turns into the size of a child. Like, it becomes child size. And then it's all CG. And then it's all CG. And it's horrific. And now, am I wrong in thinking it looked like it was moving at the wrong frame rate? Does that um, make sense? I think it was kind of intentionally stuttery. Yeah, as, maybe they wanted to give um, it, like, a stop-motion feel. Yeah. Yeah, it's almost like how... Uh, they did Woody in Toy Story where he's very sort of floppy. I think this one was because mm. when he's walking, I think he's supposed to be very kind of awkward and well, he sure is. like he is kind of made out of wood and all this Come sort of stuff. Get children, let's cleanse things with fire. <laughs> <laughs> so is this where he introduces uh, her to all the other toys? Yeah, but they walk down the stairs first and this shot down the stairs is horrifying. Like it, Why, they because the way it's moving, they do not look like they're in the same scene together. Like the lighting mm. is so off, but the way he's moving, it looks like he's limping and in pain. And he's <laughs> okay, like this whole introduction, they go down to the living room, and actually, it's a fun effect where the tree is giant now. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, but they're also small, and it's like a weird perspective trick. Where it's like, oh, but we're also tiny. Yeah, it might have worked actually. Well, this is, okay, I'm going to say it right off the bat. This is my favorite thing. This sort of whole scene, and I'm sort of imagining what it would be like in 3D. And I think Mm -hmm. it may have played a lot better, but, uh, you know, with the sense of scale. Time to get your 3D TV out. (laughs) It's impossible to tell, though. And I, I, when it says 3D, like, I thought things would be flying at the screen, and they're not at all. Which I actually kind of respected. Sure. Um, that it well, wasn't. I like it when things are coming right at me. Yeah. Like, well, like I guess the Nutcracker's nose could be like, does he have a nose? I, I don't even like know. It was probably burned um, off. But my question is, <laughs> yeah, are you sure? Like, we don't know. Was do you think that this was shot in 3D? Always meant to be in 3D, or was that just slapped on what? and converted after the fact as a marketing? Thing? I have a. F- feeling that it would be shot 3d because yeah was if it was 2010, 2010 i think that this was like on the wave of 3d oh you yeah. know what? i'm yeah. looking here full technical specs 
Uh, it doesn't say. Okay. So uh, maybe not. It says 35 millimeter format Kodak. So maybe not. Maybe they just did uh, post convert it into 3D. That was when like every movie had to be 3D, especially adventures for kids. It had to be 3D, but they were they were shooting natively 3D back then. So mm-hmm. uh, the conversion tech just wasn't there. You could tell. I remember when, was it Clash of the Titans that came out? And yes, was, where like Liam Neeson's face looks like a pop-up book. Yeah, it was uh, a post oh a post conversion, and everybody was saying how terrible the post conversion looked. And then James Cameron came out, and he's saying, "Yeah, it's shit. You know, you have to shoot natively 3D, blah blah blah." But now that's never done. Like it's it's mm. never done anymore. The conversion, yeah. and it's probably easier than it's ever been to shoot it's, natively. It's 3D. easier than it's ever been because when you shoot natively 3D, it affects every single part of the process. So, right, so why mm-hmm. isn't it done anymore? Uh, because it's, it's much cheaper. cheaper. Uh, mm. The conversion can be just as good and you can do the movie as you normally do in 2D and just ship it off to India and get it converted after the fact for cheap. Yeah. Plus, <laughs> but like, it does not look good. It's not a fad anymore to have everything be 3D. No, you'd never... When was the last 3D movie? It might movie? be finally over now that the pandemic Well, happened. I mean, uh, for people Avatar that don't know, like 3D, the reason you would shoot natively is that you get the full rounded out image mm-hmm. instead of just flat panes to move backwards or forwards, which is what uh, you get with two dimension. Well, like you don't get the full 3D thing. There mm-hmm. isn't, uh, they wouldn't project it onto cards. They would actually make geometry. So you can actually make stuff look very, yes. very realistic 3D in post-conversion now. Um, so they have software they can run it through and basically you want a right and left eye um, to make it look 3D, but you have software that you can run the, the footage through and it'll kind of approximate what the geometry would be like on set. So you can you can fake one of the eyes in post now. Um, but who cares? Like, who wants to see that stuff? I don't so. want to see seeing in 3D. 3D, all yeah. I want is for stuff to pop out at me and my eyes don't work that way. I yeah. can't see, it, I, whatever, I looked into it, the, the term, it doesn't work for me. So I'm like, ah, what's the point of 3D then? No, thank you. Yeah, one of my bosses actually at a, a company that I used to work with, he, uh, 3D glasses didn't work for him. Mm. Yeah, it's just some people who have like astigmatisms, a, a it just doesn't work yeah. properly. Well, so. it looks terrible anyway, so. Yeah, yeah. it's not that fun. Not uh, so it. where were we? Oh yeah, so they're walking toward this tree and is it just me or is it like the howls of the dam that was going on throughout the scene? <laughs> it's like, Ooh. well, it's kind of like introduced, like it's spooky. What's happening? Oh, yeah. She's like, I'm the side. Did we shrink? Well, we meet the toys that were in the dollhouse, which is a clown, a little drummer boy and a monkey in a oh. suit. Uh, don't call him a monkey. He's a chimpanzee. Chimpanzee. Chimpanzee, who actually looks great, except they CGI animated his mouth moving. Why does he look so real? It's like it's horrifying. It looks like he's got a prosthetic mask on. That and then they've sort of accentuated it even more with CG, just by like stretching and warping his face, and it looks really weird and disturbing. It looks like a. Well, I mean, it doesn't look like a real monkey, but like before they animated it, it, it looks very, very real. Yeah. It's like fucking Planet of the Apes, like new ones. Yeah. <laughs> well, it looks like the the character from the Umbrella Factory. Like yeah. he's wearing a Which suit. Which is a movie we don't watch or a show we don't watch, but we've seen those trailers on Netflix and it looks exactly the same. That's a, that's a good ape. I think that one was Oh, the Umbrella maybe. Academy. I was like, the Umbrella Factory. <laughs> oh, is that what I is said? That like, factory? Yeah. I was like, is that something that Colin used to watch in the 70s? And we're like, mm-hmm, yeah, whatever you say, Grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Academy and yeah, so uh, the little drummer boy is his name is they call me Sticks. He's like a, a Rastafarian. Well, you just did a British accent. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, yeah. His accent is like 
I kept saying that he sounded like mm-hmm. King Willie from Predator 2. Uh, he only saying that because <laughs> we just wedded. watched that like two weeks ago. <laughs> but he does. Terrible racist accent anyway. But yeah, so wacky hijinks. Now, is this when the uh, rats come in the house? Because Ooh. this is my favorite part of the yeah. movie. All, we're, we're halfway through, not even halfway through, and all three of the us The rats come into the house? Do you mean like the CG rats before yes. they turn into John Turturro? Yeah. yeah. So as Richard E. Grant and the mom leave to go to the opera, uh, they get in like a carriage, and we see these CG rats kind of scurrying down. Like across the road. And then they, into they go the into a sewer, sewer grate. And I was like, oh, those, those actually look pretty good. Um, I don't think you were paying attention. I, didn't, I was looking at the rats in the... F- the background, I didn't notice the ones in the foreground. Yeah, so I said, I was like, ooh, CG rats. And April said, wow, they look like photoreal. I'm like, uh, and I rewound it. He's like, <laughs> I said, have, watch them again. one beckoning saying like, come here, like, come this way. One of them is I wearing a white wig, a white CG wig. And it, yeah, it's like beckoning with his hands and then tries to stuff another fat one through the grates. And yeah. it's like. And at Those the, aren't real. Rats. At the end of the movie, that mm. happens again, where yeah. he shoves the other one in, and it looks really cute. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's very cute uh, when you compare it to the the horrible, horrifying rat nightmares you get later in this movie. Oh, this movie! Oh um, my anyway, god. we gotta we gotta get to the real meat of the movie, which is all in the second half. It starts off as a whimsical adventure. Yeah, I like all this like crazy adventure stuff. They're like tiny. They go up the tree. Yeah. They see some like Ukrainian dancers. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. There's the, like a ball happening. The going up the tree thing is is actually really pretty. When I watched it again, mm-hmm. I thought this yeah. would be really nice in 3D. And I, yeah, the whole sort of tree scene, I think, is really yeah. Is and really there's nice. like a lot of like snow flowing through the air, so you can imagine it in 3D. Like that stuff always translates well. I yeah, so for sure. As well, yeah, yeah, it's very. But nope. Uh, oh, <laughs> we get one more horrifying thing, which is. <laughs> The uh, Nutcracker, he doesn't like to be called that. It's NC to his friends. (laughs) Turns the baseball cap backwards. And then, um, yeah, Einstein says that at the beginning. And then they say, do you mean MC? He says, no, NC. I created the atomic bomb. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, up here is where we meet the snow princess. I also banged Marilyn Monroe. (laughs) Snow queen. (laughs) That's me sticking my tongue out as Einstein. The classic pose. <laughs> okay, Snow Queen, right? Who is a, the ornament we mentioned earlier that caught on fire? Um, so she comes to life and sings a little song, played by yep. the mother. It's the same actor as the mother, and I think that's the thing from the musical is that characters. It's like Wizard of Oz. It's like yeah. characters Wait, that are so, introduced. Yeah, where is Richard E. Grant? Was he like yeah. I only do this one? Richard role. E. Grant should have been John Turturro. It makes no sense because there's only two characters that mm-hmm. get the Wizard of Oz treatment. Mm-hmm. Um, so. You're done fucked up movie. <laughs> and Richard E. Grant kind of plays the dad as an asshole. I love movie. him. He's good at He's Rich, great. Do you think Richard E. Grant like looked at the makeup that he would have to do and he was like, nope. I'm not doing that. Probably. And so I they was were like, in... eh, John Turturro kind of looks like him. <laughs> I was in Hudson Hawk. I was just going to say that. <laughs> oh, we still have to do that for the podcast. He the was way. in Can You Forgive Me with Melissa McCarthy. Yeah, great movie. Academy uh, uh, nominated. Academy nominated. I was in that uh, Big Lebowski sequel that he was in oh, the Spice I was also Girls in movie. Rise of Skywalker and I was oh, yeah. pretty good people thought I was someone else but I was not Wait, it so was just two, a new guy two Rise of Skywalker actors in this movie oh yeah, yeah. you know <laughs> they're all yeah we'll do anything for a buck I guess uh, so 
the Nutcracker starts to turn into a human boy, horrifying. Yeah, <laughs> that's a what Nutcracker was like a meaty um, uh, body human horror. hand. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's it's like some Cronenbergian like body. And like he's weeping when he's human. He's like, I'm in so much pain. <laughs> that's what I assume. Yeah, and it turns into a little boy, which is confusing because the Nutcracker voice is so different from just this regular little boy, but whatever. Yeah, Babu Frick to this this normal boy. Yeah. So he, yeah, he's... he's a, oh, a I spell. wish the Nutcracker just turn into Babu Frick. It's like, Babu! Oh, that would have been great. Um, <laughs> yeah, and then we get like two fucking horrible songs like back to back here pretty much. Well, yeah. what's crazy is that you turn into a boy, then they look out to the horizon, mm-hmm. and then we get like 30 minutes of John Turturro and his Nazi rats. Yeah, this is just, oh my God. Well, it turns into like a, is it a flashback or is that happening now? Well, they, taking over of the city. Yeah, the, the Nutcracker Prince like shows Al Fanning. He's like, you see that that big thick cloud of black smoke in the distance? That's, you know, that used to be my village until, you know, John Turturro and his rat army took it over. And then they have a flashback. And we're in full-on Nazi town. It's like this big building just erupts from the ground. Everybody's running. And then these Nazi soldiers, and they're not... Wait, is, is it at this point that we see the Nazis with, like, the mechanical wing jetpacks flying around? Oh, yeah, that's yes, right. Um, but it's Nazis in full Nazi garb, yeah. just with rat faces. Not, like, Nazi-esque outfits. These are full-on literally fucking Nazi, Nazi soldiers. And it's yeah. shot Starship like Trooper-style costumes. It's <laughs> shot like that type of film, so it's all gray and, like... It's indistinguishable from a movie about. Did World you guys notice like a really weird fade in the movie where it's like, if we're going to a commercial break? Oh, really? I don't remember. Yeah, it's when the Nazis are walking around, they push over a guy, and then yeah. he's like, oh, oh, and it's like a comedic beat, oh, and then yeah. it just fades to black. Well, they probably smashed the his next scene. head in with the butt of a gun, and then they had to cut and it And I out. was like, what is going on? I actually rewinded and watched it again. I was like, did something get edited from this? From, or, for, was yeah, there from, some like horrifying footage that they had to cut out at the last minute? From this point on, this is when. When this movie takes a turn like yeah. a hard hard turn and uh what do you mean john Turturro is singing <laughs> songs dressed as a rat as he electrifies a shark he has in a tank i can't even like so this is the point in the movie where i was just like i can't even believe what i'm seeing i think i looked over at you and we both had just our jaws were dropped yeah. The size doesn't make any sense. How could they have a gigantic shark in a tank, whatever? But uh, they electrocute a shark and then laugh about it. He calls it, well, uh, they electrocute the shark after a horrible, horrible song and dance number. Yeah. Uh, And then the shark is like a piece of art. He says, oh, it's my finest work because John Turturro looks like Andy Warhol. It's just so much to, that it had to be intentional. Like he's wearing a black turtleneck and with the exact hair and the, later the glasses. That's right. So yeah. like it has to be a reference. Why is Andy Warhol in this movie as a rat king? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe the director knows. Uh, he hates Andy Warhol, obviously. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, a, a he's a Nazi. Um, I think at one point he passes uh, like a photo collage on the wall. Yeah, those are the pictures that he took of the crying children after they took all their toys and threw them in a pile that is so uncomfortable. Like they they took all these dolls and threw them in a giant pile in the village square and are going to light it on fire. Yeah, they have... (laughs) I was going to say another, yeah, so it's not just the Nazi soldiers, but the entire town now has uh, crematoriums everywhere uh, where they incinerate <laughs> toys 
to create this black smoke to block out the sun because the Rat King doesn't like sun. Uh, clearly, it's supposed to be the cats that are the Nazis, as per Art Spiegelman's mouse. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> get with the times. I've, I've never read that, but it's... Oh, it's a good comic book. Uh, uh, so after this long, long uh, kind of side thing, Jesus. we cut back to the Nutcracker and Elle Fanning, and the Nutcracker just like, oh, I'm a Nutcracker again. <laughs> Yeah, because uh, the spell has faded. So it's the Rat King's mom uh, who put a spell on the Nutcracker and changed him into like a toy. So the spell becomes undone. And then she, I don't know, enhances the spell. So he turns back. The mother in this movie, the Rat King's mom, is... If I had seen this movie as a child, I would need therapy. She's like, funny. So she is the same actress that I mean, also she plays not she's funny. not funny. She's she like, also uh, plays yeah. their housekeeper. Yeah. The, so she this is, is the second so actor that's in both. Horrifying looking. <laughs> it looks like she's only she, horrifying because they put makeup on them. Well she looks like a rap then her hair is gone. It looks like really scraggly you it's know. blue at one point then later it's black. Well she's wearing wigs but her actual hair it, it looks like she's going through radiation treatment or something. She's just a regular old woman. How dare you? She's in a wheelchair. It looks no, like she something... does not look good. Yeah. She looks even when she's playing the butler, like she has a particular look to herself. Yeah. She's always drunk. Yeah. It looks like so. uh, this character is right out of like Terry Gilliam's nightmares or well, something. Well, as I mentioned, she plays a giant in two different movies, oh. um, <laughs> a Harry Potter movie and that into the woods movie um, that came out a few years ago. Oh, by also, Disney. also nightmarish. Um, mm-hmm. but I, and she was the basis for uh, the witch in Roald Dahl's The Witches. Really? No, that's not true. <laughs> um, okay, so at this point, the uh, the living. I mean, room... Roald Dahl would be a pro rat if he had oh, to say. God. So the living room gets <laughs> wrecked, movie. right? And then the parents, Richard E. Grant, is really fucking mad. Well, the Nazis release the uh, robotic dogs. Oh right, and they chew into the Christmas tree. Yeah, so we also got robotic animatronic. CGI dogs in this. They're rat dogs. Yeah. Yeah. There's so many things in this movie. I can't even believe. I couldn't believe what I was seeing. Even as an adult, like I'm going to have nightmares because of this movie. But it also has like a weird structure where it seems like the adventure is starting and then it stops. Mm -hmm. And Elle Fanning wakes up and then there's like a bunch of scenes with her parents. And she's like, this is true. I never lie. And then we just go back, back to the story. But that, that, you know, that kind of break we get, she goes back into the real world is so long and so long I, albert einstein sings a song about like a pocket in <laughs> richard e grant's like and i was like where is this going no it just drops the scene just ends it's like richard e grant's angry because l fanning uh, supposedly wrecked the christmas tree but he's like she needs help she is living in a fantasy world mm. albert einstein you <laughs> fucked her up and then he's like but don't you forget when you were a pirate ship don't you, you have a clue when you went to the pirate ship as a kid and he sings him a song about it and then he's like i had so much fun on that pirate ship so that solves that problem and then he talks to the camera and he's like i'm glad i put this pebble in my pocket oh it's god a- <laughs> so stupid uh but yeah because we go back into the fantasy world and it just turns into a nightmare right away first of all l fanning is like hey my shitty little brother that is awful you come join us or no he wants to join, and the Nutcracker's like, sure, as long as you promise to do the only thing that I ask of you, don't destroy any toys. Which is the and only, the yeah, like, which is... I promise! Yeah. I prom- and then Hands he, behind his back. Yeah, he crosses his fingers behind his back. And then and then we they, they go into the, the Nutcracker world, and... Oh, wait, we gotta point out, that there is a horrifying shot 
where uh, the Nutcracker is dragged across the floor, yes. screaming. <laughs> it's like something at the end of like that quarantine movie, or, yes. or <laughs> he's like, ah! <laughs> like five minutes. His, his nails are like dragging across <laughs> yeah, the floor. Exactly. His nails are popping off. He's I didn't even know nails. I had nails. I'm a Nutcracker. <laughs> yeah. Oh Yay. God! And then the kids like they shrink down, and we kind of have a repeat. They go back into the living room, and now uh, John Turturro is full on like torturing the toys that lived in the house. And um, at, yeah. at one point, like rips off Sticks's head. Oh God! Yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> That's yeah. and, and, and Max is like, ah, yeah, this is fun. It's like, oh man, shoot your brother. He is definitely a Nazi. <laughs> yeah, his his brother uh, becomes a turncoat. He switches sides. Yeah, yeah, because the Nazis have a cool motorbike uh, with a machine gun on it for some reason. I don't, whatever. <laughs> so we're in full like Holocaust mode. Like that's what this what world we're living in. It's so far away from the bright and colorful Nutcracker that we all know and I don't, love. Can we even sum it up? I know. Colin has notes because there's like a magic mirror. She teams up with the monkey man. It just goes on and on and on. And yeah, that's how she gets into the no, furnace yeah, they, only, they take so long to go through this mirror just to knock like a rat guard out and they dress in his clothes. That's it. Yeah, and then, then they're walking around Nazi uh, Vienna, which <laughs> yeah. looks horrifying. It has all the color drained from it. It looks like it's a like nightmare. It's like Children of Men over, over there. Jesus it's Christ. Like a, oh, also a Christmas movie, I should point out. Is that, <laughs> well, is, is it also Yes, it is. I didn't know that. Pull my finger. <laughs> is that a line from Children of Men? Yeah, that's Michael Caine. Pull my finger. Does he really say that? Yeah, and he farts. Well, this movie is severely lacking in the fart joke department. It really could have livened things up. Um, okay, I, I also wanted to mention that the way that the rats look looks exactly like the Grinch, the Ron Howard Grinch. Oh, the Who's. Yes. Their noses. So that I thought that oh, it must have been the same team, but I tried to look it up, but there's just a bajillion names. I think it was it was Rick it, Baker, so. I think, that did the Who's. Well, I don't. his name's not on this. <laughs> Rick Baker did definitely did not do the Nutcracker <laughs> Oh, God, no. Maybe he was just inspired by that. They got the Russian equivalent. But John Turturro, like, <laughs> if you didn't tell me that was John Turturro, mm. I wouldn't have known it was him. He looks like shit. He looks completely unrecognizable. Yeah. And maybe he wanted Yeah, but he is way. tap dancing up a storm. Oh, my yeah. God. He's having yeah. a great time. Uh, yeah, well, good good that he is. There's uh, nobody else in this movie. Someone is. has to. Can yeah. you imagine? I would love to have gone to the premiere of this, which is like a, or or just well, it would probably been in like Russia or something. Yeah, like that, not even the premiere, like, and you know, just like a, a any showing that's like full of children, and and just yeah. seeing the reactions from watching this just movie. Screams. Yeah. <laughs> also, I have to point out, Elle Fanning is not good in this. Um, I'm sure it's not all her fault because she's acting against nothing most mm-hmm. of the time. But as far as like, you know, I mean, I, I can't help but compare her to Dakota Fanning, who is one of the best child actors of our generation. Yeah. I'm not saying Elle Fanning is bad. I've seen her be good in well, other things. Well, guess who's still She's acting sti- these days with regularity and who's not? Uh, Dakota's acting. <laughs> there you go. Dakota's still acting. Um, <laughs> yeah. They both are. Once upon but... a time uh, in Hollywood. Well, she isn't. Uh, she's just not very likable in this. She was or... just in something. I She was in freaking uh, t- uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I just said that. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh, I didn't hear you. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, you, I must have uh, cut out. You're, cutting, you're well, cutting out. Elle Fanning was in Neon Demon and I, I don't even know what else uh, re- recently. Yeah, she's been in a bunch of stuff. Yeah, she's she was in Ocean's this. 8. She was oh. in Ocean's oh, 8? Oh, Elle Fanning? Yeah, she yeah. was in Super 8, right? That's oh, what I remember. Super 8. <laughs> she was great in Super she 8. She was good in Super 8, but I haven't seen that in a long time, so... 
Uh, yes. Elle Fanning is one of those kids, like, she's been acting since she was two. Mm-hmm. Poor, those poor parents, like, forcing her to be an actor. <laughs> <laughs> poor parents. They're probably, like, stealing all the money. They're rolling in the dough. <laughs> yeah, they're rolling in the dough. But... Yeah. Uh, we set it aside for you. I, w- I will admit, and I'm not saying that every role has to be, like, a huge emotional role, but she doesn't really do a lot in Neon Demon. <laughs> and I know that's kind of the point of the character, but mm-hmm. she barely reacts to anything in that yeah, movie. Yeah, kind of like it. And I yeah, like that movie. It, it works for her character, I think. It yeah, does. Sure. Elle Fanning is listening to this. She's like, I wanted to hear him dump on, on Nutcracker 3D. Why'd they come after me? Like Dakota <laughs> is a very bigger actress, and mm-hmm. she's she does big performances. <laughs> and... Uh, you got to tag Dakota Fanning in this. She's going to be happy to hear some positive <laughs> yeah. feedback. Yeah. You're listening to Fanning cast. I like you, Dakota. I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan. It could be called fans. You're of a big fan. Fan- fans of Fanning. Fans of Fanning. Yeah. <laughs> the Fanning fan club. How about that? How about Fanning? Do you think that the Olsen sisters have awkward like holiday yes. <laughs> dinners when they meet up? The Olsen sisters? Where it's like, yeah. I don't know. Why would they? Yeah, because the, t- the Olsen twins are billionaires. Well, the twins. I, I, oh yeah, are they like Instagram people? I don't know. Are they still around? No, they have their own like makeup line, clothing and line, makeup, like, everything. Mm. So they've been moguls like since they were like teenagers. Yeah. But the what's the Scarlet Witch? Uh, Elizabeth. She's like the yeah, big Elizabeth. Actress she's right the now. she's the actress. Yeah, but There's I mean the, one the Olsen too. twins are mega mega rich. <laughs> yeah. Rob Olsen. <laughs> I swear, I think there might Remember be like me? two more. In that, in that they're they're in like tanks and like cryo tanks or something. They just release them. <laughs> we got another one. We got another one. Fire <laughs> Ready them up. to go. It's like a wrestling dynasty. It's like, oh, one of them passed away. <laughs> oh, no. We got to get another Olsen no. to keep the memory Speaking going. Speaking of tanks, are there tanks in this movie? Because this seems like the type of movie that would have tanks in it. No. So I think near the end of this movie, I kind of went movie blind. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't know what's going well, on. I, it's like, like they're flying around. Good thing I yeah. rewatched it today. <laughs> There's a helicopter with chicken legs. <laughs> yeah. John Turturro and his mom. It kind of has this like ugly steampunk vibe. And they, they try to escape. They get into like yeah. this bubble helicopter that has mechanical chicken claws at the bottom of it and they're trying to claw at the nutcracker it's like baba yaga's house <laughs> yeah it, it is. is it is <laughs> yeah uh. and then they're they're flying around they end up crashing into the town square where they're attacked by all the townspeople and then they turn back into rats yeah and then they run away they scamper away oh my god um, but basically i forget exactly how they defeat the rat king um, I think they, well, first of all, they crash and then a bunch of them, I th- one of the animals or, or toys like grabs him and then he deflates and then, a, and then a rat, a rat version of him, uh, s- runs sc- out, scampers out of his like oh. pant leg Yeah, and then they disappear down a, a drain and then <laughs> the hand is very confusing. If you try to track the size of things yeah. where you're like, wait, 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 no, John Turturro is miniature sized. So is this a really tiny rat? I think <laughs> they, they get bigger. They turn into human sized rats. And at one point, we've forgotten his his rat face, his CG mouth, oh, yeah. rat mouth. <laughs> he has a humongous face that em- emerges. Kind of like when um, Bilbo is like, give me the ring yeah, and Lord of the Bilbo. Rings. Oh, that's right. And he goes, ah! <laughs> <laughs> Only his jaw is humongo. No, you know what? Hey, this is not like Bilbo. It's more like Will Smith. Yeah, yeah that's right. In that A Winter's too. Tale. April said he looked like Rawhead Rex. 
<laughs> yeah, he, he does really look like does. Rawhead Rex. Just like the shape of the mouth and the teeth. Yeah, um, I t- go I t- back and look at our Rawhead Rex thumbnail for whatever episode that. Yeah, was. I tweeted a picture of it. It is fucking horrifying, and it is. It's on the IMDb for the movie. Of course, it's one of the stills from the movie <laughs> that they posted. And like, oh uh, god, it's just. So you didn't have to find that and take a screenshot. It was just regularly available. I was just <laughs> looking through like stills from the movie, and that was one of the official stills. Mm. And like that. Oh god. Mm. Oh. I'm going to have nightmares for weeks. Just thinking about it just gives me the willies. <laughs> the rats are coming after me. Colin turns around. He's like, ah! <laughs> but can you tell that, like, obviously in post, they tried to, like, soften it so, like, he doesn't scream very loud. It's more like, eh. When but, he does, like, that's really it's weird. It's so scary seeing someone have a regular face and then they CGI it to look, like, 2.5 times bigger. Yeah. And, and then, then like, this- expands their mouth. And, I mean, stretchy mouth is, like, a thing in like every horror movie now yeah. so this is like that but it's it, it's straight out of a, a horror movie from today it kind of looks like the rat mouth is trying to push its way out of his face it yes. looks really gross it looks like another mouth is is trying to it's an american rat in paris <laughs> yeah yeah it look... it's werewolf-esque oh what was the uh uh was that cat movie the uninvited <laughs> yes a cat yeah. inside another yeah, cat yeah it looks like that it's horrifying Ugh. <laughs> And then, the, and then the the day is saved, and then well, the the Nutcracker ugh. is a real boy again, and he'll never be a. It's, it's 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 weird that like the whole village of you know adults are like, yay for this boy king, like uh, yeah, rule us, rule uh, us, yeah. <laughs> we can't take care of ourselves. Basically, and he's like can't even probably not even 10 years old this this little boy yeah so then they go back to the real world she kind of like says goodbye and again it's like wizard of oz she like takes off and then she wakes up she wakes up all of her friends are there she wakes up in bed the dad's like not oh, mad at her it's anymore just a dream it's just a dream but then uh you had a stroke Albert I- <laughs> <laughs> were in a coma. You, were, you were raving about rats <laughs> we uh so then albert einstein says oh you know my nephew or oh yeah he's like i have no i brought my neighbor who just moved in next door and wouldn't you know it it's the nut cr- it's nc it's, himself it's the, the same yeah he puts a bunch of nuts in his mouth and he's like ah. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, oh, NC. Oh, that would be funny if instead of like a child actor it's actually the cg nutcracker at the end <laughs> This is my name. Like, this is my name. Hello, it's me, your new neighbor. <laughs> I'm Moaning Myrtle. <laughs> you know what, what? do you guys think of when you hear NC? I don't think of Nutcracker. No. What do you think? Do you of? think they just want to like cool it up? North Carolina. Let's hip it up. <laughs> yeah, North no, Carolina. No, NC makes me think of Nostalgia Critic because uh, he he always would title all his titles NC. Sometimes mm. I'm sorry, but I, I apologize for knowing that reference. That's all I can think of. And they're calling him NC throughout this whole movie. Why? Well, Why he said, not Nutcracker? He said, or she says Nutcracker, and he's like, I don't like that name. Do they think he was crass? I go by, I, they're just trying to hip it up for the kids. Well, if they're going to hip it up, then why not rap over the, the original <laughs> Tchaikovsky? Just that was, go full. That was probably a shot down. <laughs> what way to appeal to kids other than, you know, having Nazi references and Andy Warhol references and... Ugh. crematoriums jesus christ Ugh. and um piles of dead bodies yeah only their toys oh god Follow yeah the- but toys have souls as they tell oh, us yeah Follow the toys. he says what happens to toys souls when they burn it's weird that like he wouldn't have like make it a whole town of toys mm. that would have been probably more fun well yeah like kind of like the island of lost toys 
Yeah. yeah. No, it's just hu- it's a human. It's basically it's a human humans. holocaust, but we're yeah. we're destroying toys instead of Jews. Yeah, well, you don't want to make it mm-hmm. too literal, you know. Uh, I, 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 hey, hey, don't say where, uh, April. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta, you gotta be subtle with your metaphors. Yeah. Um, so, can you believe that there's a Nutcracker movie that is about it, the Holocaust? Oh, God. <laughs> Do you think that Nutcracker in the Four Realms, the Disney film that recently came out, is also Holocaust? See, the thing is, uh, you related? can do this like subtly, you know, like. I don't know. Even Starship Troopers is more subtle than this. Like, <laughs> oh, uh, oh, I don't know about uh, that. They only have one Nazi uniform. <laughs> um, anyway, this is movie is a complete failure, and it was Whoa. a. Ouch. Uh, it was very difficult to watch, um, but like it was like a like I can't believe what I'm seeing, and it's at a, a certain yeah. point towards the end. When they were they were gonna they're throwing all the toys on the pile and he's taking pictures of of little kids and it would freeze frame and it would look like sepia like a real picture from the Holocaust. Yeah, it looked like I lost it. Yeah. Like I could not. I stopped laughing because I was I just couldn't believe it's so, the atrocities yeah. that I was seeing. It's on very screen. it's very distasteful and yeah, it's it, disgusting and actually. Everything about this movie is just so wrong headed and yeah, like. How did they think that this was a for children, yeah, or or b a fun like movie to celebrate the Nutcracker? <laughs> well, who wouldn't want to watch this every year at Christmas time? <laughs> yeah, you could sing along to all the songs as your favorites, Ugh. like John Turturro, like uh, it's relative. Yeah, it's a relative. How do you be so nice oh, and God. cool as a cucumber, girl, or something like that? That's like literally what the lyrics are. Um, oh my God! Did Tim Rice just walk in the room here <laughs> and, and grace us? Yeah, that like lyrical web of wonder oh. that just spun out for our ears. I can tell Rice lyrics. I can tell. <laughs> yeah. Um, so this movie, April, you haven't said your favorite I, thing. I did. It was the CGI rats. Oh. Yeah, she loved yeah, the CGI rats. I thought that rats. they were actually really cute when they were CGI. Mm. Um, and that's one of the effects that I think looked really good. A lot of them looked, most of them looked terrible. Mm. I thought they looked cute. I don't know. And I liked it when it was shoving the other one in the grate. I thought it was adorable. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, I like Ratatouille and stuff like that. So yeah. I actually think that's <laughs> So any CG rat-related thing, <laughs> yeah. April is there for it. Oh, my God. Well, what is that, like, CG ripoff of Ratatouille? It's like Ratatouille Ratatouille. Or Ratatouille like or something like it's yeah. like yeah. some dollar store. We should do that for the podcast. Dollar I store think, picture. I don't, I don't think I could ma- I couldn't make it. <laughs> it looks so bad that you just couldn't get any enjoyment out oh, of yeah, it. Oh yeah, ratatouille. Oh god. Yeah. Are you looking at the picture right now, Justin? I am. One of the rats has like big boobs. Oh my god. From the creators of Food Fight. So yeah, I uh, I really wouldn't recommend this unless you are really curious about to see a movie that is so wrong. Yeah. And, um, but like it's not boring, but it is. It, it was for me. It was hard to. I I was checking the yeah, clock. For yeah. Sure. It's and over it, an hour and a half. Like I said, oh, you feel every yeah. every minute of that, and uh, so it is available on Prime, Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's no way I would have paid for this. Well, we would have had to if I mean, it was for the podcast. I mean, we pay for it, but not with money. Oh, I pay. <laughs> I pay with our time. I'm paying yeah. my therapist to rid me of these dreams and images. Of rats and nutcrackers. Oh, God. So wait, Justin, how do you know about this? And, and why did you do this Yeah, what us? the hell, man? <laughs> 
Oh, I had heard about it a long time ago. Well, it is oh. 10 and, years uh, old. I was just like, I've never watched it, so I should give it a go. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, thanks for bringing us along on this journey. <laughs> no worries. Listen, that Russian uh, money that was funneled for probably tax and criminal reasons, yep. <laughs> you, like, put it in front of you eyes. You know, I, I Googled that bank, you know, mm-hmm. that opens the movie with, mm-hmm. and uh, Vladimir Putin was, on, it was the head of their board of advisors. Uh, they've now been sanctioned by the u.s and uh it was like after vladimir putin came on they quadrupled their earnings you don't say Uh, if that's not a merry christmas nothing but now they are 17 billion dollars in debt they'll get a bailout they They, already did they had many government bailouts from the russian government oh god and they're responsible for this movie yeah uh along with many other atrocities Oh, yeah. Uh, okay, so that's Nutcracker in 3D. Or mm. the Nutcracker, the untold story. 3D. <laughs> yeah. Um, if you want to email the podcast, we're at no such thing as a bad movie at gmail.com. Uh, we're on Twitter at no such thing pod. We're also on Patreon, patreon.com slash no such thing as a bad movie. And if you uh, subscribe at the $5 level, uh, you get a bonus episode every two weeks. Um, somebody on the YouTube channel uh, just commented the other day saying, when's the new episode? Uh, every two weeks, but you get you get weekly content if you uh, subscribe on the Patreon. And uh, next week's episode, which we just recorded, we just recorded is uh, about the new Russell Crowe movie Unhinged. A new movie, you guys. It just came out of, uh, about a month ago, maybe something like that. I think it came out in March, didn't it? Like, oh, really? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it came out in the summer, I Wait, think, because Mar- it was like the big. March like, was a month ago, year, right? I think it did come out earlier oh, this year. <laughs> How long have you been? We've been quarantine? wanting to watch it though, um, and uh, it's got a big fat Russell Crowe in it who has road rage. So check that out. There you um, go. And I'm on Twitter and Instagram at April Atmansky. You can follow me on Twitter at DeCluj, D-E-C-L-O-U-X, uh, and then the letter J. Also on Letterboxd, just my name, Justin McClue, or every week on the Important Cinema Club podcast and the Bay Street Video podcast. And by the time you hear this, there's another podcast that's come oh, out mighty. that I'm doing where my friend Peter Kaplowski, uh, he loves Star Wars, and he especially <gasps> loves The Clone Wars. You're actually Wars, doing that? And he... Yes, we are. And he will not stop talking about it. So me and my pal, Matthew Kumar, do a new podcast where Peter makes us watch The Clone Wars. And we have a lot of questions. Wait, so this is a new weekly podcast for you? No, I don't know about it being weekly, but uh, by the time you hear this, the first episode is definitely out there. I, it's it's the Star Wars Puncast, P-U-N-C-A-S-T. Oh, God. Puncast. So uh, that's your fourth weekly pod. Maybe not weekly, but... It's not weekly. <laughs> <laughs> so you're really turning into a professional podcaster now, Justin. Yep, that's right. We'll see how this goes. If me and Matthew go insane, every episode ends with Peter telling us a pun and then Matthew telling him to kill himself. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Uh, All right. Well, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter, Sergeant Zima, S-G-T-Z-I-M-A. I will never watch The Clone Wars. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Speaking of rough animation. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Or any of those fucking stupid cartoon Star Wars shows. I hear Rebels is good, but no, I can't. I mean, same people who made The Clone Wars. No way. No way. Not for me. But you guys are all up for the Book of Boba, right? Right? Sure. Boba Fett? Sure. Whatever. He loves, everybody loves Boba Fett. Maybe. More CGI Luke. Those oh, dead my eyes. God. Well, we should do a More Patreon episode Luke. on that. Uh, 
a bunch of CGI Luke. Yeah. I, I, we should I, do a top sucks. five podcast. Our top over. five favorite cold, dead-eyed CGI characters. Speaking of horrifying, yeah, that was uh he was unnaturally stiff and robotic and his mm-hmm. lines. Ooh. Anyway, I don't want to get into it. Yeah. I've got enough nightmares after this tweet goddamn tweet movie. About it. Um, I just wanted to say uh, thank you to all our listeners uh, and our donators on Patreon. And I want everyone to have a Merry Christmas. I know that 2020 has been a rough year for everybody. And I just wanted to thank everybody who has supported the show and listened to the show. And uh, I just want to say um, keep watching movies and having uh, as good a time as you can. And I hope everybody is uh, having a safe and happy holiday. And I love you. (laughs) <laughs> Whoa, oh, big, big ending there. Wow, she's never even told me that. I, I mean, <laughs> we love you. <laughs> she doesn't even know We you love you. Uh, so who are you, April? Uh, who, who am I? Oh, I'm April at Mansky. <laughs> <laughs> who am I? That was a trick question. Uh, I'm Justin DeClue. And yeah, have a happy holidays, everybody. Uh, I'm Colin Cunningham. Have a very happy holidays, everybody. Be safe. And we will we will talk to you soon. And a good new year as well. Uh, I'm oh, a Mansky, yeah. as I said before. And uh, remember, there's no such thing as a bad movie.